and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hi everybody, welcome back to Australia's first and only dedicated streetcar podcast. Uh, we're the Thong Slappers, and this is a first for us. I'm actually doing it solo. Uh, Simo the Skipper, he's on holidays, so he uh, he left it up to me. So here we go. Fuck. Hold on a second. Hold on a sec. Oh, get fucked. Really? How did you get here? Hey buddy, what's going on? <laughs> what have you got? Uh, I got half a dozen Great Northerns and a fucking sore back. What do you got? Fuck, thank you, Benny. Big hug. Thank you, Benny. Seriously, fuck. Did Simon tell you to come around? That's spot on. He said um, he said you might need a hand, mate, so I'm here to come off the bench and play a good second half, mate. Okay, everybody, this is uh, the Red Dirt Pirate, Benny Hewlett. He's our uh, sergeant of arms and bars at the podcast. Thong Slappers, uh, one of our great mates and a true platinum good guy. So, uh, Benny, you, do you mind sitting and doing the Bible study with me, Copper? Mate, anything you need, anything you need. That's all I'm here for, mate. All good, all good. Can you send nudes to Bob Mel? Um, I actually don't have his phone number, but I'm pretty sure if I bring Simon's help, the editor's street machine, I can get those details for us. How did Telf go with that sign that you bought from, um, you, you bought it from a garage sale? <laughs> <laughs> so, back in 2007, I was teaching at the Army Trade School, uh, I was a dirty sergeant, and um, I got really involved with the street machine boys, particularly Telf and Scotty Taylor, and I ended up being really good mates. Oh, we still are. Um, anyway, there's a there's a there's a place um, just south of Yarrawonga for any of those Mexicans out there like myself. Um, a little place called Telford, and there's a particular sign that says Telford Six, uh, and the illustrious leader of Street Machine Magazine, Simon Telford, uh, whose family actually does uh, hail from back at Telford. Um, and I thought for a long time, geez, it'd be handy if. This sign popped up, popped up on Gumtree so I could buy it for him. <laughs> so the other day, um, doing my rounds around the country as I do, I was on my way down to Phillip Island to catch up with a mate of mine I went to school with through his 40th, and I dropped into sunny downtown Melbourne and dropped off that particular sign that I bought off eBay for um, for a tell for just to say thank you very much for, for hosting yeah, both of us at Summonats. Um, and by hosting, I mean being fucking tip rats in a public place, stealing sandwiches and beers and generally harassing the staff. So, yeah, so Talf actually gave me a ring tonight. Um, I drove back from the shooter up to Dubbo and Talf gave me a ring halfway back so we're on the phone talking shit for about half an hour. So, yes, mate, very happy. Very. Do you think when it says Telford 6, that's how he behaves when he draws titties or boobs on everything? (laughs) (laughs) Age 6. I want to put a little aged 6 in there and draw some boobs. Hey, the other thing, Ben, is I call you our, our rock and roll mechanic. Buddy, you get around a lot, hey? Oh, fuck me, dead. So, if we dive into the fucking train wreck of my life and look at the fucking calendar... Of course we do. Let's have a little... What have we got here? So, after Summonats, back in Dubbo for a spell, and then I went over to Orange to work for Pertec for uh, two weeks, had a long weekend down to Phillip Island, caught up mate for his 40th, then back in Orange... And I've just got back up to the Dubbo. Tomorrow morning I fly to Dubbo to Sydney, Sydney to Mel- uh, Sydney to Adelaide, Adelaide to Prominent Hill for a week on night shift. Fuck you, night shift. Um, night shift out at the Copper Mine out there. And then I've got four days off, back to Cobar, and then back down to Nimiji. Uh, that's later in the month, and then I'm off to Orange again. So I'm pretty much that piece of shit black bee Commodore I've got. I'm dropping the oils on that once a month. 
The thing about night shift, only prostitutes and burglars work on night shift, and I've been robbed by them both. The fun thing was I was explaining to Maddie Water, so on that Monday after the summer nights, we knew I sat down and recorded that podcast. We recorded it. And then I said, Benny, can we do a Bible study? And he went, no, I'm fucking going red. I'm done with it. I, I tend to wear people out. I talk too much. Eh? I seriously, I talk. And like, fuck, I'm done. Maddie goes, where did Benny go? Said, oh, he's gone. So I rang you. Remember, as soon as you left, you left. You're like, I've got to go, buddy. I rang you. I'm like, how you going? I'm like, fuck, Redman, really? <laughs> oh, it was a lot of fun, though, buddy. It was a lot of fun. But um, if you'd like to join me, I'd like to do a uh, a Bible study. He's on the, is it January 2020 Street Machine? It's got the Mopar Madness on the front cover. Uh, yes, I have the same one in front of me. The thing is, Simon the Skipper, he's the skipper, the big dog here at, um, at the Thong Slappers. He's actually, he's gone to uh, New York, Paris and Dunny Doo, trying to do a big syndication deal for the Thong Slappers. So if he gets this over the line, this whole thing might take on a different uh, perspective. But right now, um, right now it, it is what it is. And we want to thank you again, Benny, for stepping in and, and doing this for us, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, mate, it's not a drama at all. It's my pleasure, my privilege. Um, yeah, but... And I had nothing else to do, so fuck it, why not? You know, my nephew reckons it's like, it's like having a taste bud on your asshole. Fuck, that's handy. Uh, hey, did you see my black eye? Holy shit, it looked like you'd been mugged. Oh, so seriously, my nephew moved in with me, um, Callum. So uh, we had a party, a pool party, uh, Friday night, so... We started wrestling. Whatever we had to wrestle, so we thought, you know what, fuck this. We'll the, the thing with your nephew is, for me, I've got, I've got um, plenty of nephews and nieces. There's nothing better that your brother or sister can give you than a niece or a nephew. I don't have any children, so my nie- my niece and nephews. <laughs> that uh, since they were like honestly ten years old, we've always got into that. If I see him, I crow peck him or the headbutt me or that's that's our love. That's our way that we do it. So my nephew's <laughs> living here with me, man. So we start the kids, mate. King of the kids. I know. We started this wrestle the other day, the other night, the other evening we've been drinking, and we decided, fuck it, we'll have three rounds at three minutes each. So (laughs) the girls here were commentating, that's it, they were commentating. So Callum had me on the ground, man, and he's choking me out. And when I feel it, he's actually, Benny, he's actually choking me out. He's got a really hard, he's, he's 22 and he's fairly fit, I'm 47. So he's got me in a good. I just eye gouge him, man, just straight up, just behind my back, and I pop his contact lens out. That's how bad I eye gouge him. So he's down on the ground, and he's like, "Ah!" So I get on the back of him and start punching his head. But I'm going to post the photo of my black eye, my bleeding ear, and my bruised leg, man. That's exactly what happened here, eh? It's not pretty. Like when you sent me the photo, I'm like, mate. Honestly, I've got a lot of respect for you. You look like the South End of a North End town. When you showed me that photo of your eye, I'm like, holy fuck, Batman. That's fucking horrendous. That's how it should be with your nephews and your nieces and your cousins and stuff. You should be able... You know what? We had, we had a rule. No punching. So it was open hand slap. It's got to get physical and it has to be like that. <laughs> so much fun, eh? I'm glad he went like that because my brother was... Um, oh, he still is. My brother's a redhead. So he's um, he's like a madly bull. He's either goes to zero or nine thousand RPM straight to the red, like a flick of switch. So we couldn't have fun little wrestles like that because we get into a bit of a fight. The next thing you know, I'd fucking slam my bedroom door shut. He comes through the door with a fucking cricket bat, like fucking Jack Nicholson and the Shining Man. He was fucking terrified. He chased me around the fucking the house paddock on a motorbike. He chased me in cars. 
Like, he was brutal, man. He just, nah. He was living with a psychopath. He just couldn't do it. That's Admittedly, a, I might have shot him with a slug gun full of bottle seeds, but that's besides the fucking point. That's you the know, exact like point. You your brother's door with a cricket bat. He got a day off school for that, too. I had to play it up there with him. I still had to go to school. Traumatised us all fucking get out. Bullshit. Uh, that's gold. Hey, um... One thing that uh, the skipper asked me to do uh, at the intro of this, um, can I mention the Buford Truck and Car Show, Sunday, March the 1st? Um, that's Bunny Pig or Benny Pig. He's one of the guys that's with us on Thong Slappers. Um, what they're actually doing, they're having a, a big uh, car and truck show there at um, Coalfields Recreation Reserve, uh, 39 Park Street, Beaufort. Gates open at 10. What they're going to actually do is have um, the best... Uh, thong slapper. So they got oh, a, nice. Yeah, so they've got actually a little box there, and you can put your uh, you can put your your vote in there. For, so yeah, thanks guys, thanks for that, and we're here, we're, we're watching you guys. So yeah, thanks for that very much. I just thought I'd get that uh, get that done, Benny. Yeah, no, get around the people. That'd be cool. And if you're in the postcode, check it out. In the postcode, you are the you, like your postcode changes every four days, and like where are you, Benny? Like. I'm in South Carolina. I'm in Queensland. You can't get a tax bill if you don't have a mailing address. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> right, buddy, let's, uh, let's, let's punch on. Have you got the magazine in front of you? I've got the magazine. I've even got some helpful homework tips from the illustrious captain. Ah, uh, that's right. So something that Simo done. Simo's been fly out lately, but what he done? He sent Benny his his uh, his choices for you know uh, rig of the month, readers, rides, or bits and pieces. If you're out there and you're listening to us, send us yours as well. We'll read them out. We really enjoy it. So, um, cover shot, Benny. What did the the skipper put for the cover shot? Uh, obviously, this is the uh, Mopar Mayhem. It's on it's on the front of uh, 2020 January Street Machine. So let's do it. Let's roll. Right, so what's he got here? Scrolling through the notes that he's sent me. Ignore the one in the photo of his cover. <laughs> no, he hasn't sent a cover shot, so I'll get to do this myself. Very, very good. Um, I remember last time I was on Fox Slappers and we were talking shit. The thing about the level of car that graces the front of this Street Machine magazine is that is industrial art. Yes, agree, fully agree. Like, uh, I agree. To build, to build something of that stamina... Of that, um, of that quality, of that build, of that caliber, and then go to the States and shake it up over the States. Like, when you can turn heads at a show like SEMA with a car like that, as an Aussie, that's how you get people talking. So, you know, you're in the mix with the Fitzpatricks and the Astles when you can grace the cover of Street Machine with industrial art like that, take it to America and, and still fucking wear the septic tanks, you know? Like, that's just... I absolutely cool agree. To be on the cover of Street Machine magazine, that's, to me, it's the pinnacle right there. I mean, it takes... Resources, vision, it takes art, it takes a whole lot of stuff to get there. And I fully agree, Benny, that's a good comment. Um, and the other thing is, there's a HQ on the front, so, and it's fucking um, Harry Hayes, fucking HQ on the front, so it always fucking makes me smile when there's a good old fucking HQ holding on the grace in the front of Street Machine magazine. Love it. Love you know what, from, from, from HQ for you, from um, Terminator, from Grunter, HQs, man, bring that shit on. Yeah, brother had a couple of them, brother had. A two-door, bottle green two-door that we never did nothing with except do donuts on the farm and put a can in it. And then he had a beautiful HQ four-door GDS 2.3 four-speed. Yeah, and now he's got a Belmont um, stock standard-looking Venetian's white walls with an LS2 six-speed in it. So, yeah, HQ's always got a soft spot in the Hewlett family. Don't worry about that. That's a pretty good engine, having that thing. The... um. The thing with the cover shot for me is I, I keep trying to flick it onto low beam. You see that's actually on high beam? 
Yeah. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, wanker. I'm just like naturally flicking to low beam, eh? You got to wear, honestly, I, I live in North Queensland, so everybody has to have a, a fucking, I think they're scared of the dark. They have to have a four-wheel drive twin cab with 4,000 million fucking watts. I'm like, I've got to drive with a welding helmet on. <laughs> yeah. um, like all the assholes with um, yeah HIDs, like the European HIDs that twinkle fucking white, yellow, and blue as they drive to Borgia. And if, if if I stabbed them, no judge would convict me. They'd go, "No, Redman, you're in the fucking right." No, and they're driving a European car in Australia anyway. So fuck. What the fuck's their problem? Um, I think that the cover's very busy. It's almost like I thought it's it's very much like a contents page. It's got the uh, all the bits and pieces written down there. But then, so just as an example, I compared it to the uh, February run with the LJ, the Sunny Leonard LJ. I, I'll, I'll do that in the next podcast. But yep. the difference is. This cover is white. The other cover's got the black behind the car, so I think that makes it a bit... Um, I really pay attention to covers of magazines and I go into a, to a newsagent because that's where I like to buy them. I like to go into a newsagent store, shop, I think, pardon, and have a look at them and see how they look. So this one, it looks very busy. One, one thing uh, that de- definitely gets me is the bonnet open. Uh, most cars in Street Machine on the cover, they have the bonnet open. I'd just like to see a couple of cars with a bonnet shut. So you, you talked about the art, the composition... How a car looks. Yes. I'd really like to. Uh, so some of the other car magazines actually have the cars on the track. They haven't. Been, I'd like to see a few cars with the bonnet shut, just so you can appreciate it in one go as as what's going on. Also, there's a redhead on the cover. Do you notice there's a redhead? No, redhead. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll give you a clue. Red Rocker cover, maybe. Not quite redhead, but Red Rocker. I I would have argued that's more of a like a. Tiger Mike is sort of orange than a red, but I'll look. I'll let you have it. Fair to that's like that's like I'm more of a. It's my gift to you. Happy birthday, motherfucker! That's, um, <laughs> that's right on the cover. It wasn't my birthday too. Thank you very much. I'm um I'm. Uh, I just I think it looks a little bit uh, the silver and orange. I couldn't figure out why those colours work so well together, but it's a very um, Harley Davidson did that really well back in the seventies. Correct. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good color contrast, but yeah, like black cover, white cover. I like oh, the mate. darker cover. Yeah, so you're t- a couple of fucking diesel fitters talking about art shit. I think we're well out of the fucking death era. Yeah, but if you compare it to a guitar magazine or a National Geo magazine, that's don't compare it to other car magazines. Compare it to different genres. Sarah says Drag Challenge 2019, Streetcars Rumble and Records Tumble. Love it. I wrote the second part of that limerick. You ready? I wrote it. Drag <laughs> Challenge 2019. <laughs> Streetcars rumble and records tumble. And a young man from Enos showed his junk. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, that's about it. Um, if, you have a look, if you have a look on the uh, the back, so turn, I always like to do the back cover as well. If you turn it over and have a look at the back. Uh, back. back. Yep, the rear cover. Oh. See that, yeah, yeah, that the, particular the, company? Uh, yep. See down the bottom left-hand side, there's some steering and brake geometry. Mm-hmm. If you have a look at the, uh, the font for that and the way they've written it, every word has a capital letter. That would send Simon, fucking mental man. He's a punctuation <laughs> genius. It, what, what, I, I figure out. I, I work out how much time Simon has got to himself. So when he's writing something, when he writes an article or a piece, he must actually edit it as he goes. He must have that skill where he can get it right. I don't. I have to go back through it. I've got to write it two or three times, and I've got to get the editor to have a look. But if you have a look at that, every capital in there would drive him fucking mental. I'm sure of it. It'd be better off if they just put the whole fucking thing in capitals like they were yelling at you. <laughs> you ever get in trouble sending one of them emails? <laughs> um, not so much. I'm just trying to fucking think. Oh, I just, not to sound like I'm fucking older than what I am, but fucking kids that abbreviate fucking everything in text messages, that starts to fucking piss me off. 
Well, see, I'm more of a freestyle English language user. I don't. I'm dyslexic, and I don't quite understand how the whole thing was. <laughs> But all those acronyms like fucking, you know, I don't know, IDK. Oh, now I've got to Google that shit. OMG, oh my God, like, what do they do with all their spare time? They've saved so much time fucking sending that text message with all those abbreviations. What do they do with their spare time? Teaching Asian children how to fucking read. They smoke vapes and drink Red Bull. They've got to drink four litres of Red Bull just to scroll through Facebook for an hour. Yeah. Hey, Cobra, have you, got, uh, uh, have you got the skipper's Action Jacksons there? Uh, action Jackson from the captain. Sorry, mate. My tough shot, Action Jackson, and special mention, all rolled into one. Fuck, this is easy oh, for you me. You can't eh? do that? Fuck. Yeah, you there? Yeah, I've got you. Fuck it, right on. Listen up. Uh, action Jackson, special mention, and tough shot, all rolled into one, is David Barber with his whole Epic Drags Challenge building story. So that's the white... Uh, Tunner from Western Australia that drove all the way over from Western Australia, ran high tens in his Tunner, brought his missus and his young fella over, and then drove all the way back. Fuck, that's like cool. the that, that, that's large, cool. the large clean sound as he walks down the streets, his fucking testicles knocking together. Man, that's 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 some confidence. It's 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 not even balls, man. It's confidence. If you can do that with a car. At, at any stage, you're figuring, well, you know what? If it fucking shits itself, I'll tilt tray it and fly. But you know what? That's pretty cool. So be it. Here we go. For those playing at home, page 172 of the January edition, not the fucking February edition I was looking at. Right. To start off with... Fuck, it's a hot car. Tin of windows. That's a hot car. Flannelette. We'll get to the the ute in a minute. Flannelette. Okay. I distinctly remember being paid out at a certain VIP. No, the Summonats wrap-up party on Sunday night. I was getting shit because we had a cool change come through and certain little MFs and big MFs with red hair and master waters just paying me out about wearing flannelette. The only one that came to my rescue that fucking, no, no, Benny's right with the flannelette was Happy Williams. So Happy Williams, if you listen to this, you're my boy. Do you remember what you had under your arm? A packet of fucking peanuts. <laughs> yeah, they were unshelled peanuts. They go fucking awesome with you. Fuck yeah. Everyone loved them. We go through the food. campsite meeting. Yes, I'm taking these peanuts to the wrap up party. I'm like, <laughs> that, I'm like, that should be a bumper sticker right there. <laughs> hey, you wore an Elvis suit or Shannon Old concert. I'm allowed to take fucking peanuts. I still buy my summer at the wrap up party. Right. And you, see he's got a, the, you. you see, he's got Adidas Rhymes on as well. Yeah. Blue jeans, Adidas Rhymes. He's our people right there. He's our people. I got my guys. Yeah, they're coming back. Don't worry about that. And I don't, I don't, uh, is there another photo of David around? Has he got long hair or has he got a moulet? It's a moulet. He's got a moulet. a flannel shirt, a one-tonner and Adidas Rams. Take a guess. Just take a punt. Yeah, it's probably a moulet. Yep. Fucking former line, ladies. Um, right, <laughs> we should actually talk about this. Your twin turbo uh, LQ4 with a bloody uh, 4L ADE. So he's got overdrive, three five rear ends, 680 rear horsepower. And his best for 2019 was 10,660, 120 mile an hour after he drove it. What did he do? 10,000 k's by the time he did the whole trip come back. I mean, that's yeah, that's cool. That, that's talent right there, isn't it? Seriously, to, to, to do that, that's talent, mate. That's that's putting your
that should be more of it. That's that's exactly what we're all about. Right. It's not just the guys, it's not just the girls, it's everyone. It's the whole family getting on the action. The young fella will be telling that story, mate, for 20 years. He will be. We're like, me and dad, we had the, and mum, we had the ball. That's right. You're dead right, Ben. It is. That's, that's perfect. Like, and when he's 18, like, you'll be like the rest of us, like, six beers in, it'll be bloody 20,000 Ks and he's running nines, and that'll be 30,000 Ks and he's running eights, you know? <laughs> Oh, fuck, mate. Guilty. That's the worst one for it. Don't you worry about that. Guilty. Yeah, I'm absolutely guilty. Uh, but, yes, fucking hot stands, low as a fucking uh, snake's belly, GDS flutes in it. Nice. The reverse cow in that ton is really cool thing. really, really like that. So It's just good when somebody sets sets up their own likes. They don't, I want to put this, I want to tint the windows. Some people say you don't tint the windows. I want to put the uh, sunshade. I want to put the reverse cow. Fuck, just do what you want. Just do what you want. Yeah. Yeah, express yourself. Express yourself. Express yourself. Um, so yeah, I like the way the dude's sitting. Simo, it's a it's a good pick, buddy. I really really like it. And the engine bay is clean as like that schmicko. That's like Jennifer Hawkins after she's been photoshopped. Like there's nothing wrong with that at all. Is it like Jennifer Hawkins' little sister with Maddie Waters is on full side? <laughs> Maddie Waters' little hound dog. Um, yeah, no, it's a cool thing. What's your tough shot? Did you have a tough shot? I've got a tough shot, man. Have a look at um, page 10 if you can, Cobber. (laughs) That's Mark Whitler's 550 cubic inch Chevy Capri, eight second drag challenge car. I love this photo, man. Purple is a really good color for muscle cars. The number plates run seven. The rooftop rack. Uh, Remember Greg Ball wearing his his titty hat at the Summonats? Oh, yes, yes. Is that what it reminds you? That's what it reminds you. All these these drag challenge guys have their their wheels on the roof. I'm like, Greg Ball would love that. Looks like titties on the roof. Yeah, I I really love it, man. But um, just flick over to page 14. I've got another one. 14, 14, 14. Purple is a good color, man. I really, any of those strong colors, like your, you know, real strong yellow or green or red or orange or purple, like, yeah. Uh, 14. Group shot. I really want a purple Triumph Bonneville. That's the right colour for it. It fits, you know, with the uh, Union Jack on the fuel tank, everything. It, it fits. Purple is a not... You, I love purple. Anyway, page 14. Check out... I've got, got a funny purple story for you after you tell me this. Yeah, no, you, no, go. you go. Purple story. Tell me. Purple story. Okay. Well, back when I was building the, uh, the burnout car for the Army back in uh, 07, 08, the LCD. So we ended up buying two LTDs. We bought one LTD to strip down and build up. We bought another LTD as a practice car. Anyway, found a really good... Locate, looked after, beautiful look after. It had been re-sprayed and it was purple. We got down there and we had a look at the car and the guy seemed really nice and it was this purple 351 Clevo in a LTD, 78 LTD. Yep. So what's that, a ZC? Cool. Uh, it could look a ZC, yeah. They actually had a strip cut in the back doors and they actually lengthened an XC body by about, oh, fuck, man, I can't remember what it was, maybe 30 centimetres, called 12 inches, everyone wants 12 inches, they called it the 12 inch cut in the back to make that leg room bigger in the back. Anyway, we go inside to talk to this guy about, you know, transferring the money and blah, blah, and we go inside and the lounge room's got two purple walls on it and there's a purple couch and it's got Phantom, the comic Phantom, Phantom, <laughs> Mr. Walker, yep. cut cushions on the couch. Oh, and myself yeah. and Brian look at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then we turned around and here's a glass cabinet, display cabinet in the lounge room. And it's full of everything phantom, like there's phantom comics, phantom cup holders, phantom stubby holders, phantom hats, phantom t-shirts. There's a fucking Nokia 3310 fucking phantom phone cover. There's everything phantom ever been made in this display cabinet. And I'm looking at Brian like, you know, we're on the fucking set of Deliverance or fucking Texas Chainsaw. Like, 
I'm starting to freak a bit out. And Brian gets this real shitty grin on his face, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Don't you do anything dumb. Don't you act dumb. Don't say anything dumb. Don't think anything dumb. And the guy comes back. He was a really lovely guy. Don't get me wrong. He was a really lovely guy. And he comes in and he gives us a cup of coffee each. Both fucking phantom mugs. And it's too much for Brian. He looks like he's got a burst, like the vein in his head's going. He's bright red. And I'm like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And he turns this guy and he goes, so you like the phantom, do you, mate? He's like, oh, the ghost that walks. Anyway, that was it. The next hour and a half, we had to sit there and learn the history of phantom. And when we got in the car to drive back, do we drive back? Tow it back. Doesn't matter. With the, the fucking door locks on the LTD had little fucking skull heads on them, like little phantom heads on them. Oh, fuck me, yeah, it was excessive. So any of the apprentices that went through the trade school when we were doing the burning car, they'll remember the phantom, the skid car, the practice car. And we actually jammed the turbo of a Mack truck on it. I seen the vi- you sent me that video the other day of that thing when you turbo <laughs> a piece of PCB. I'm like, fucking really? The world's biggest blow-through carby box set up. But anyway, it worked. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I just, oh, look, I, they still keep you awake at night, the fact that that guy's out of the world. But anyway, uh, I digress. Page 14, you're going to tell me about this group yeah, page shot. page 14, I mean, check, this group shot. Yeah, check out that photo, man. It's absolutely crazy. You've got you've got Tony Cox 69 Camaro. You've got Mackie's blown LS1 XY drift car. You've got Jason's uh, XT wagon. You've got, is that a VG hardtop? You know more about that than me. Is that a VG hardtop behind that big fella? Uh, no, no, no. That's what is that? Oh fuck! Someone ring him. We're late. We're on page fourteen, second car, second row, in from the left, next to the VE Commodore. That looks like it's better than both our Commodores. But there's <laughs> a hollow victory. <laughs> it looks like um, a Yankee version about the same time, like sixties, early seventies Plymouth. Do you reckon something? Do you reckon the skipper Simo is yelling at the fucking computer right now? <laughs> Oh, St. Lucy's probably performing CPR because he's passed <laughs> out on the floor from anabolism. Um, I was going to say more about uh, down the bottom right, number two, uh, Jason Wade and his uh, 81 GH Sigma wagon with an LS1 BCM710 can. Yes. I've got a real soft spot for the Stigmatas, and it's got a fucking dirty big LS. Good job, buddy. That's cool. We do, we do love the Sigmas here. Hey, buddy, Um, flick over for another tough shot. Flick over to page 50, and our old mate... Limpy, sorry, good. Limpy, what's... Limpy? Yeah. How good was Limpy yeah, at the yeah, Summer Nats, man? Yeah. I'm like, fuck, buddy, I don't mean to give you a nickname. And he's like, give me a hug. He's like, fuck, man, I don't care. We're like, whatever. And then he wrote Limpy on my shirt. No, he's a good man. He's a good-looking individual. He can take a good photo. doesn't mind a good yard. So have a look uh, at that... Um, have a look at that photo on the top right-hand side under the storm cloud. Mate, that is a fucking sexy photo, Benny. That It's just a little... It's, it's a little photo there, really. You see it up the top right hand side? And the whole thing about what's interesting about that photo, he's managed the storm clouds in the background, that's tough, that's cool. But when you look at that whole photo, if it was 45, 47 years earlier, a mass fucking horrible, 50 years earlier, right? Yep. And you put standard wheels back on that car and disregard the tailpipes, that's a holding ad from back in the late 60s, early 70s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing about that car except the wheels and the exhaust. As it drives past in that shot, all it is is just restored. It happens to have a 426 small block in it, but that helps. do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can chuck those stock standard GDS wheels back on that HK, put standard tailpipes on it, and that could have been an ad shot back in the 60s. 
It's one of those hidden gems that I like to find in the Street Machine magazine, mate. I think um, Monaro means high ground or something, doesn't it? In, in traditional language, it means high ground uh, or high, high land or the highlands or something. It doesn't. You need, to to, you need to talk to Winston and get one of those assistants and just sit there like fucking Joe Rogan and look up shit on Google yeah, yeah. and think of stuff. I haven't even paid Winston, so he's going to fucking cut my balls off. Anyway, but, I mean, uh, that, mate, that in the magazine is a fucking great photo. I really enjoy it. That's a sexy photo. Um, Monaro, from the Aboriginal word meaning high plain or high plateau. Yeah, on your, uh, there you go. On your, uh, Google, there you go. On your man high ground, I thought it meant high ground as in um, kind of my take on it was something like retreat or like, uh, eh, oh, I don't know, anyway. But, um... Just to piss Simo off so much, man, I've got to go backwards a bit to page 16 because I fucked up my, my notes. 16. Mate, have a look at caption one. Seriously, have a look at it. <laughs> so there's the same car. No, no, caption. Oh, sorry, caption one. No, caption one. Oh, sorry, caption one. Over glasses on. Oh, poor old puppy's had a better day. <laughs> the thing that amuses me, the reason this is a tough. Sorry, man. Well, you're right, you need a minute. Are you okay? You had a big day. You're right. Oh, you the reason that this is a tough shot for me is, have a look, it's in suburbia. Clearly it's in suburbia. Oh, got, how's it got home? Yeah, it's got a race yeah. number and it's got a roll cage <laughs> and it's absolutely flatter than hammered shit in his driveway. <laughs> but how do you get back to the driveway? Do you roll it back to the driveway? It's like the neighbours that get up and they go, I might mow the lawn. They go, holy fuck. Big <laughs> <laughs> yeah. night, mate. Uh, that's it. Um, uh, let's go to page 65 for my next tough shot. I've got a lot of them, mate, because I love this magazine. I read every single page. 65. Oh, yeah, you'll love this one, Benny. Seriously. 60. Oh. Brother, oh, that we're is... We're going to pause this and I'm going to take a minute to go to the bathroom. That is, that is the single sexiest intake manifold I've maybe ever fucking seen, ever. Dot com. Hashtag if, check it out. If Ronda Rousley was an intake, that'd be oh. tough and sexy. That's Ronda Rousley right there, man. Fuck that. Oh. But it's also a good photo. I, I quite enjoy the photo. The way they've left the caption down a bit lower. That's a yep. great photo. That That's a bit of a... Yeah. That's definitely a bit of wall art because they've just taken all the caption right away from anything to yeah. do with what's going on in that engine bay. But that intake, that's just... Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, fucking well. Can I blow your mind a little bit and take you to page 120? You're going to piss yourself. Go to 120 and tell me what you see, brother. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, the Prince of Malta, Clive Blumble. Man, that was uh, so. Just a, a bit of a bit of a uh, fill in. I had nowhere to stay on Wednesday night, so the summer nights I was going to sleep in my car, or whatever. So I text Matty Waters' brother, I'm on my way, and he goes, "I said I'll, I'll sleep out at um, Yas or somewhere." He goes, "No, nah, no, nah, I've got a room with uh, Clive." So big phone call between all of us, and Clive goes, "Buddy, you can stay here, no problem." Uh, I got a phone call from Clive the other day. Actually, I was driving into uh, Melbourne. Did he, did he want to know where his desky was? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he ended up we ended up talking shit for about an hour. And he really enjoyed the last podcast you and I did to wrap up some of that. He just had a really big giggle at that whole fucking that whole episode. It was a good actually. one. Eh? It was funny as fuck. So yes, if anyone at home wants to go to one twenty and have a look at that beautiful blue LJ with the blown small block in it, that Clive Shannon at you right there, double thumbs up, looking like a young George Clooney, is one of the most. Beautiful gentleman you'll ever meet in the car scene. Just a real, real gentleman. Well, that, I, I think he's. I think his teeth are bought and paid for. But he's the <laughs> nicest guy you'll ever meet in the car scene. Just a beautiful human. That's the funny thing. So when I first met him, Maddie goes, "Oh, this is Clive. Clive, this is Red." I looked at him and go, 
So he's six foot. I'm six foot. So he's six foot two. So he's got it over me there. His teeth are better than mine. His hair's better than mine. <laughs> and I'm like, I really want to hug you right now. And he's like, Don't do it. <laughs> but um, he, his young fellow was there. His young fellow was 15, and he's been to 12 or 13 summer nets. He'd been every summer net since he was two. I think I worked out. Mate, the guys like him, guys like Jeff Waters, they're our people. The guys that have been there every single year, and and, and their cars are. They're not going to win elite, but they're very important to us. So, so Jeff's my 55. you got Clive. Is that Blue Mule? I don't even know exactly what's trying to go on with that number plate. So I'll just call it Blum. Blumble. Blum. Blumble. Blum, Blum, Clive's car. Whatever. Fuck, He's going to fuck you up, mate. Sort it out. It's, it must be some kind of in-joke for the Maltese or something. It's, it's actually Blue Mule. Blue Mule. Oh, oh yeah. That works. works. Sorry, Clive. You yeah, hey, Betty, just, just one thing to remember. He's a fair bit bigger than you and got more reach. You want to get a black yeah. guy like me? <laughs> yeah, but I reckon I'm faster. I'm happy to take that on, eh? I'm too, happy to take that on. Too much weight's not enough speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so my last one, Benny. Sorry sorry to, to drag you. No, 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 no. You're right, bro. It's all Go to 192, man, and check this thing out. Seriously, you are going to freak. Go to 192. Yeah. Fucking, I love anything. Anyone, anyone time anyone starts a conversation with Patina, you have my interest. But when you do patina and then you do the engine bay as and the interior as per a street machine should look and feel, that everything with that fucking fairlane is right. That's just such a good photo, man. That main photo, it's just um I love fairlanes. I make no uh Matto three fifty one, slim dusty, uh a low blow. I'll make uh, I'll make no apologies for loving fairlanes and states and because I grew up in a time where Fairlands and Statesman, that's what you used in the country to tow something. These days, it's Nissan patrols and it's fucking Toyota Land Cruisers. Fuck that shit. But, and, and so if you read the story, the guy done a ZD conversion. He got all the bit. This is an American car. But he bought all the ZD conversion stuff and, and converted it to, 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 to right-hand drive. It's just such a sexy car. It reminds me of, it reminds me of a few things. It reminds me of um, Arby's Poor 440. It reminds me of Scotty's, um, uh, Scotty's uh, Mr. Dodgy. Reminds me of Harry Haig's... Uh, oh, the Dodge Phoenix. Dodge Phoenix. Don't Dodge call Phoenix. that Dodge Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Why, why doesn't Harry Haig call that Chevelle of his Dolly Parton? No no offence, but why doesn't he? It's just Dolly... You look at it again. Yeah, it might be Dolly Parton, that thing, eh? Hey? <laughs> it is a pretty cool... And once again, that's another one by Limpy. Limpy's a great guy, man. He's an he's a actual, actual champion. So, um, did, did, uh, did the skipper leave you any special mentions? Um, it's got a couple of bits and pieces here. Let so, me just have a look. Yep. Oh, that thing's got a Hurst lightning rod shifter in it too. Oh no! Yeah, you got to do year twelve to be able to drive the fucking thing. <laughs> fuck you! I, I didn't even finish year ten, but fuck you. <laughs> they are very cool. What do we got? Fucking tough the private school. Fuck shot. The tough shot. We'll have to go back. Tough shot from the captain, and the whole concept of this car is really cool too. So one eight two. 182, it's a few short. It's not 186. 182, no, 182. Tame 182. Young off the fucking head right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, absolutely. Now, to start with, it's a cool car, right? Yep. It's a really cool car. Beautiful 1970 LC Serrata. Patina, paints original, badges original, hardcaps on the front original, chrome's original, and it's running a really tough little 202. Now, when they're not driving it, a quarter mile at a time. It's set up to suck on 98 fuel. It's a 202, grout filled up in the water pump, yellow territory 12-volt head, 
um, external long drive, um, a carby setup. All right? So it gets 20 litres per hundred with four blokes in it going down the road. So a hot enough six cylinder with four fatties in it and a bit of luggage, that's pretty cool. And when these guys get to the track, they pull the carby off, they've got a homemade manifold, they bolt a 671 blower on it, and they force 12 pounds of boost methanol down the neck of this thing and make, I can't remember what set of motor the wheels, I think they made 300 of the wheels or something. 308 div, and it's still running, what do you run, 1127, 180 mile an hour. So 180 mile an hour, that's big, that's big horsepower on the ground. The, the ET is probably not indicative of, I don't know how well he was hooking it up, 5,000 RPM stall converter in it through 308 dickies. That's just fucking tough as fuck. It's a crazy car. The, the thing with it is, have a look at it. So it's a brown Ford or LJ. Is it LJ or LC? LC, sorry. Uh, it's a brown LC, Ford. LC. Yeah, it's a brown Ford or LC that looks a bit beat up with a six. The thing with it is, in our scene, you've got to understand that this guy's probably got a big dick. <laughs> if, if, if you rock up with that thing and you go, you know what, I don't care if the colour's not right. I, I never got um, ProFlow to paint it. I never got, I, you know, it hasn't got all the bits and it hasn't got a rogue ash rear end. But my cock's fairly large. <laughs> uh, it's always about no, I love it. top I love it. talk. I love it. It's a hot car. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, 100%. Yep, give me another. Have, have you got another tough shot from the uh, skipper there, Benny? Bruce Howie. Bruce Howie. Where's Bruce yeah, Howie? Yeah, Bruce Howie. Page. He's one of our boys. He's one of our boys. Yeah, what page? 175 for the Mutch. He's one of our boys, yep. 175. So, yeah. Simo, Simo said to say big shout out to you, Bruce. You're a big Mutch and you're a big fan, mate. So he wanted to say thank you very much for your support. So we're going to give that beautiful bloody um, XLU to yours a bit of a... Um, a bit of a plug. Fuck, it is hot. So, drag challenge, uh, running the Turbo Smart Outlaw, blown, 302 wins of Jericho 4 speed, 411 diff gears, uh, 1106 at 124 mile an hour. Uh, what's happened? He normally runs a 347 Windsor up front, dropped to Val, but Heathcote two weeks before, so he put in a stock bottom end 302 that he had in his panel man. Um, I put a Chinese, some new Chinese heads on it, plonked an intake on it from the other engine. And, uh, this is actually a spare ball water dip loaded with a lazy 308 axle. Cool article. Who wrote this? Oh, the Sex Pets. Ian Kelly. <laughs> he wrote this one. Nice one, Ian. Is that Ian spelt with a silent nine? What the fuck is up with how you spell his name? <laughs> India Alpha India November. I oh, Ian. Oh, yeah, no. Hey, Mr. Kelly, we're just giving you shit, mate, because we like you. Actually, Talf gave us a bit of a wrap this afternoon. He said that you and Simo, to both you guys, he really, really enjoys when you guys do Bible studies because the Street Machine Mag boys are so close to the magazine. When they finish it, they don't go back and look at it. They just start on next month, you know what I mean? It's a never-ending beast. They're always working. And he said it's so good to be able to sit in the car on their way in for work in Melbourne traffic and listen to the podcast and just the fact that people appreciate it. And when you read out, you know, when you guys read out what people have loved about the mag, they love it. They love getting feedback because they don't get it. They can't see the forest for the trees, you know, so... The, the, the thing about, uh, say, the, the Street Machine VIP party, or when I hung out with them guys from Street Machine, I didn't want to talk about cars. What I wanted to talk about was magazines and writing. So when I cornered Scotty, man, I feel sorry, I cornered Scotty and spoke to him about writing, man. How do you write, Scotty? Where, where does it come from? And then 
uh, every one of them guys that I spoke to from Street Machine, Glenn Torrance, all them guys, I wanted to know about writing more than I wanted to know about cars. And, and you know what? They were so fucking gracious with their time because I've – whatever. But, yeah, it was really fun, man. I, I, every single one of them I spoke to, mate, tell me how you write. Tell me how it happens. What, what do you do? Where did you come from? Where's your degree? You know, what happened? Yeah. You know? But um, be, um, uh, Bruce Howie's car, there are a couple of sexy things in, in that photo. I love Torna covers. See how he's got this, the crisp as fucking, that looks like Baker's Delight. See his Torna cover? <laughs> he's got the Husser Woodman. That, that's fucking, that's a sexy car right there. Everything makes sense for that for me. It's, it's, it's like, I really, I like a ute with a Torna cover, you know, because that, that's where I come from. I'm a commercial guy or whatever, but um, that's a very, very nice car. And he's a mud as well. And the, look, the paint of the panel on it's just really nice. It's a good colour that works well with the chrome. And it's almost a very, you could argue that's a proper period colour. Like it's a proper 60s Falcon uh, blue that's on it. It just, is it everything ice, about ice that blue works something? well, really well together. And then you can run 11s in it, so fuck. You know, is it an icebox blue? Oh, fuck. fuck. I haven't even got a good reference. Imagine um, imagine if you're a millennial to get in the game. There's three pedals. What the fuck's wrong with this? Yeah, guy? yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't love me. You're not my real dad. <laughs> and a Jericho, those Jerichos. I don't know if anyone, um, any of the woods out there, have ever driven like a proper Texaco or a Jericho manual. They are fucking assholes to drive on the road when you're not up at like when you're just cruising around and you you got a huge big. What's he got a tilt and clutch? Yeah, fucking seven quarter inch tilt clutch on a fucking Jericho. They are fucking crunch and grind and. Straight cut, noisy, fucking big fucking boxes. But when you're up it, you can just rip that through. When you clap, clap, walk, edit, you can just rip that thing through as fast as you like at six thousand RPM, and it just hooks up at the back end. So like not driving one of them on the strip is just the coolest thing. I've had a go at a Texaco uh, behind uh, eight hundred horsepower. That was mad. That changed life. Actually, that was a heat fit as well. So they're not a synchro. They don't have synchro mesh on them. Uh, this, this does not have the synchro mesh. It's a straight dog. I just wanted to throw back, you know, you just talked about the boys and their writing styles yep. and blah, blah, blah. Telfo did a really good editor's piece up the front of the magazine because he talks about, you know, what's going on in the country, what's going on with car scene, what he liked about it. But he also tipped into his brothers and sisters in arms. I'm just going to read it verbatim real quick. Um, Telfo writes on a quote, we should take a moment to bid farewell to our brothers and sisters at Picture and People magazines who fell victim to a sustained campaign of where Elzerism as 2009 drew to a close. While the P-Mags may have looked a bit a bit of uh, rival fun on from the outside, the professionalism of how they were put together is legendary in the magazine industry. More than a few folks who have played a big role in Street Machine's success did their time on P-Mags at some stage, just before coming to Street Machine, including, let's name drop, woo, Seto, former editor, Jeff Seddon, superstar Justin Law, art director Sonia Blaskovic, and my right-hand mind, right-hand man, Andrew Broadley. This Broads has never, ever told me about that. He told me about Publishing it. Publishing mojo they brought remains in the DNA together. Wow. Broads. Broads told me about that. So I was talking filth to him by text one day. I'm sending some filth, <laughs> sending some news or whatever. And he goes, Redmond, I worked at People Magazine. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> hey, did I ever tell you that I was in... I, I, I told the story I was in Home Blokes, eh? Uh, I was, no, man. I never this one. <laughs> I was. This chick that I, you know what Home Blokes is, eh? 
Oh, yes, I'm familiar with both magazines. This yes. chick I was hanging out with in Parramatta back in the day, probably the late 90s, no, the mid-90s, she's like, she had a Polaroid. She goes, let's get a photo for this magazine. I love magazines. I'm like, yeah, no worries. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, right. Okay, so I'm going to tell you this, but this is totally at the cat of the bag. When I went to university in Bendigo, I only went there for 12 months and dropped out, so I don't even get excited. Um, I lived with... Uh, Kelly and Kelly's friend moved in. She was only a short chick. Is this like a forum? Is this like a forum article? She she always used to throw up on the piss, but Chucky, anyway. I thought this would never happen to me. (laughs) No, no, no. She was a cute sort of, she was a real cute chick. And um, anyway, she used to work at a camera shop. So we're talking to the 40s and overs here. She worked at a camera shop. She worked at Kodak in Bendigo and Victoria. And so all the home girls that used to send their photos into those magazines back in the day obviously had to go to the shop, get the film developed, yep, and then I'm get the print you. back and then put it in the mail, which isn't no electronic in front of that, no E. It was mail with a stamp and send it to the magazine, right? Yep. Those fuckers at the camera shops, every time someone did nudes, they would print them out, their own copy, and bring them home and put them on our fucking fridge in our fucking house. <laughs> so you come home from fucking uni, you come home from the pub or whatever, and then there's these random nude blokes and chicks' photos all over the fucking fridge because Chucky, and apparently it wasn't just limited to her, like everyone who worked in Photoshop used to do it. Nothing safe, nothing sacred. I wonder, was there ever like a little mushroom bunga redman there with a oh, there was flat some top? Stuff there, that, there was some stuff there that looked like fail biology experiments. But anyway, I don't want to go into it too much. Um, what, what else are we doing? Hang on. Where are Where's we at? I don't know. Where's Simon? Fuck, where's the skipper? Like, so that's tough shot, tough shot, I've got tough some shot. special mentions. Uh, where are we up to? Have you got any special mentions or can I rip mine? Action Jackson. So well, yeah, let's do Action uh, Jackson. Let's, let's roll. If Sir would like to turn to page 236. Yes, 236. Top right hand corner of page 236. 236, yep. Top right hand corner, yep. Tell me what you see. The Bluebird, that first four cylinder limousine. The Bluebird. 236. Did I say 136 or 236? 236. My fault. Sorry, don't kill me. I actually don't have any weapons. I've only had three beers. How many beers have you had? I said 236. I know how many weapons you own, so I apologise right here. Don't put a hole in me. I'm not bulletproof. Yeah, that Bluebird. 236. Top right inside. Look at the Bluebird. I've got you. I'm on the Bluebird. Yep. So that's Action Jackson shot from the captain. Loves it. Drifting a Bluebird. I love bluebirds, man. I've got a soft spot. I've many, many, many dats, and that's a very good shot. Now, the one thing about, I can't remember if the bluebirds had a minimum, the triple S and the bluebird had the five speeds, didn't they? Yep. All and down, but, but down, what more to catch out was down to the left was first, not down and up, uh, across and up, down to the left. Uh, that might have been more the... Um, was that the triple S? Was that a little bit earlier? Stanza. That might have been the stanza. Stanza, sorry, it was a stanza. Dad, Dado Mouse is yelling at his computer right now. Like, I can hear him; he's yelling oh, at slapping it. Slapping the keyboard, or he's punching the dash of bloody inland fuel truck. Yeah, sorry, Dado Mouse. I didn't spend any time with that growing up, mate. One eighty B, two hundred B, one twenty one. That was good. Um, yeah, that's a cool photo. Way stepping out in the big blue bird, all kinds of hanging out. Is there another action, Jackson? Oh, he did put a special maintenance in in, in there for Damo's fair lane, which you already spoke about. Rig of the month. Are we up to that yet? Are we still doing action shots? I'll do, do, you got I'll, action I'll do my action Jacksons now if you're right. 
Go with your Lord. Say something like Redmond. Do you want to do your Action Jacksons? <laughs> do you have any Action Jacksons? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> page eight. The content. Oh, no, I've already done the page eight, the contents page. No, 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 sorry. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah, page eight, please, Benny, the contents page. Have a look at the top left-hand side. That's um, that's John Taylor's fire burnout, the Inferno. <laughs> it's, also, it's also on page 31, but just let me read what it actually says on page 31. It's fucking hilarious, man. I'll just read out what it says. It says this. Taylor's signature move was a pool of burning fuel under the rear tyres to produce a big show before it damaged the car or driver. However, this practice was eventually banned. Like, what the fuck? What, don't you want to see something on fire? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great shot. But um, go to page 55, Benny. Actually, it kind of reminds me of the practice of soaking tyres in diesel before you go out on the skid pan. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on 55. Yeah, have a look at the top oh, left hand. Top, top left which, hand which one? Which one? Top left. See the choppers? Yeah, nice. Fuck coppers, right, choppers, man. I, I really love this. the whole scene that these guys are into in the moment, like Mudgy Mayhem. I'm not sure whether these guys are actually just photographing it and doing it on social media really well, or as they're just, or they're just running a fucking muck. I'm not sure, but they get naked, man. And they, I, I don't like the fat tire Harleys. I don't like the the powder coated Harleys. I like the Harleys that are just like covered in shit, fucking fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's a lot of um. Yeah, you're talking about the late model. I have money. And now I have a Harley sort of scenes where there's the built versus bought. That's what you're talking about, yeah? Well, I, I kind of, I think the ex-servicemen, you know more about this than me, the ex-servicemen when they returned from Vietnam and stuff, they really wanted to party and and, and stone and stuff. They just close the gates. They, they get a compound. They close the gates. They get on the drink. They get girls. They run amok and they have a good party. That's right. So, so before it become an organized crime kind of scene, that's I think it kind of is these days. You know, so these guys are maybe taking it back to the, the 60s and 70s where it's like, let's get some bikes, let's get drunk, and let's just do what we want. And, you know, we're the only ones that are going to get x-rayed. We're not going to hurt anybody. There's going to be no king hits. There's going to be no um, There's going to be no bullshit. If I get hurt, it's my own doing. I really enjoy this scene at the moment. And, and I think you and I should commit to go to one of these parties and, and check it out. Well, this the chop scene. So this is a festival that sort of dropped off the calendar for a little bit but come back. Actually... Yeah, this is a fucking limpy again. Carly David did the story of limpy did the photos. So um, there's a really great book out there, and it's not, the title of it escapes me, but it's written by the former head of the Hells Angels in California, and he, oh, what was his name? Anyway, well, he talks about the whole ideology Sunny, of Sunny, hell. Sunny somebody. Sunny, Sunny. We'll call him Sunny. About, yeah, Sunny. So Sunny talked about the whole ideology of the hippie movement in the 60s, how well it aligned with, like, the free spirit of the of the of the guys on motorbikes back in the sixties and he said that was as good as it ever got. Back in the sixties and free love and drugs and hanging out with hippies and riding motorbikes and 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 spiritual awakening and journeys and all that sort of shit. He goes, it, it lined up so well, he goes, the seventies he goes, that's when it got a little bit harder and meaner and yeah. you know, the organised crime and the hard drugs sort of coming in. So I think Yes, you and I need to sit down. There's a page in the magazine somewhere that shows all the upcoming events, and we need to pick one because it's that hard to bloody even get us both bloody summer. That's the one place at one time. We need to pick one in the calendar year and go to it and yeah, be a mess at that one as well. well I think uh, we can. Uh, so, anybody uh, is listening to this right now that wants us to go there, we should go there and we should do that. Hey, can you turn to page 99, please, Copper? 
Uh, Charlie Sheen, before he was doing all the cocaine in the world, wore number 99 for that cool little movie called Major League. Remember Major League? No, I've not seen it, but... Talk to me about what's on 99, you're have like, top right? Have a look in that, have in the centre of the page, have a look at that Munro, that black Munro. Bottom left? No, in the centre, page 99 in the centre of the page. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so, so what happened with this? Technically, it's not quite an Action Jackson because he's not spinning. He's about to be an Action Jackson. The reason I, I chose this over the White Monaro, on, on page 101, you can see, uh, insert three, you can see a White Monaro, but the White Monaro hasn't quite got the rims on it that I enjoy. So, man, have a look at this Munro. Getting the fuck beat out of it on dirt, mates hanging out, whatever. It's covered in shit. Yeah, that's our people, Benny. Seriously, that's our people right there. I really enjoy that photo. It's, it's a great photo on that. Um, on the top of the same page, top right end of the same page, where the boys are in the HT. What have they got in it? Uh, they got a small block in a HT. Twin hollies on it. Nice. Yeah. Um, and they're hanging out on the grass like those events where you can do those driving events on the grass. So they're a little bit easier on the car if you're not real keen on twisted tail shafts and snapping axles. Like you said, it's just cool to see really cool cars like, you know, the ticket on what a HT, HG, HK Monaro is worth and the boys are out having fun in the paddock with them, you know what I mean? It looks like he's going to either go spear or spider, he's about to enter a fucking um, jousting event. But yeah, it's cool, I like it, I like it a lot. I, I, I think totally that a lot of these photos, they dictate back to us guys being 500 horsepower cars, you know, so... In my day, 500 horsepower, that was Ivan Haynes. It was like, fuck, man, it's a big thing. But these days, it's like, yeah, cam and heads or whatever. So they, these cars, yeah. It, it, um, go to page 122 if you can, please, Benny. 122. See caption three? Uh, get out. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. That's George Haddad's XR Falcon. 10-second car, obviously, 440 Windsor. It's not a GT clone. There's, there's a real place in my heart for Falcons that aren't GT clones. But, yep. I love a shaker. I love GT strikes. But I really love Falcons that aren't clones. They're street cars. And, and that, that thing really hits every fucking marker for me. It's got the reverse cowl. It's got the 15s. It's got the stripe he put on there himself. Just whatever. I want to do a stripe blue. But, yeah, that, that really hits a, it's a, hits a marker for me, eh? It's interesting you say that. My cousin grew up in Tarelga, Victoria, so a big industrial centre. They've got the big paper mill and the power mill down there. And well, there was 300 HOs, phase threes ever made, and there was about 400 kicking around to railroad. So <laughs> I understand what you mean about imitation shakers. Like, don't get me wrong, if you want to grab a nice XWXY and do it up as a tribute for a GT, fuck yeah, go nuts. Go absolutely yeah. nuts. Um, but the thing about that car, too, is that's George Haddad. George Haddad knows a lot about going fast. He'll forget more about going fast than I'll ever learn if I live three lifetimes. So. You know that thing means business when it rocks up. Was he packing big, huge, small Windsor, Cleveland heads? Yeah. Oh, a full weight car that runs ten twos. Oh yeah, so you put it in Capri and run eights. But if you have something like um, Owen Webb's XY Falcon, the wild thing, man, it, it had a taco screwed to the dash. It had uh, go fast stickers on it. It had graphics. It was nothing like in uh, Phase Three, but it was a sexy car, man. Eh? <laughs> Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Owen Webb, he's another one. Actually, him and Clive, both extraordinarily, extraordinarily humble gentlemen in the car scene. Mr. House of Colour, Owen Webb, yeah, no, beautiful. And, yeah, I've got great some thing. mates that have dealt with him in business. They reckon top guy. Hey, can you just shoot through to page 126? I'm not hogging all the um, all the airwaves. 126. I was lucky enough to do a lot with Owen Webb when I built that Altair for the Army because we used House of Colour colours on it. 
as yep. color colours, ATM machine. Um, yes, and it had a lot to do with Darwin and a lot of advice and direction on what paths and products and who to use and uh, making an impact and being, what, what presence on the scene. So, yeah, he's an absolute titan in the car industry and um, a wealth of knowledge. Like, yeah, love to be tap a straw in his brain and suck and drive just to know all that. But, yeah, beautiful human being. I've got a 126, 126. 126. Um, see the uh, FJ uh, Land Cruiser of Bruce Christians? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's got the nitrous small block Chev in it. Yeah. The, the, I, I've, I've spoken on this theme a lot of times. Simon and I have had many phone calls about this. Using a, a late model Japanese commercial for your streetcar is an intelligent thing. You try and buy a Tarani, you try and buy a Kingswood, you try and buy a Falcon, whatever. But... The late model Japanese car, oh sorry, early model Japanese cars. So the Land Cruiser like this, the Hilux, the Land Cruiser, any of that sort of stuff. It's got really good wiring. It's got really good commercial brakes. It's got a strong chassis. Put an American engine in, game over. And chuck a bit of nitrous on it. <laughs> yeah, well, there's always got to be nitrous. <laughs> Why not? And a tow trailer around with it. What do you run in that thing? You did do. It was pretty cool. I think it's a 10-second car. It was a bit of a ride-up somewhere on that. But, yeah, it's a cool thing. It's a very, very cool thing. But it's, I'll, 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 I've got that's a, a Land Cruiser, so I've got a soft spot for it anyway. Yeah, well, I've got a very high like Actually, your Land Cruiser got set on fire. The shit. Oh, yeah. So if anyone wants to write a meme out there with my face on and go, if everyone can stop fucking stealing and burning my shit, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Fuck me dead. <laughs> Fuck XF Falcon. Corey reads XF Falcon with the uh, LS3 in it. That is an ugly duckling. Seriously, bro. That car is so fucking ugly, yet he's pulling numbers. He's pulling everything. He would have bought that thing when it was worth nothing. I like guys that can do this, man. He's not a steel bumper guy. He's not anything. But he's got an XF. So realistically, in a car park in XF, you're like, yeah, whatever, man. But he's doing it. Hey, he's getting it done. So I fucking really... It's wheels up. That thing's got a bit of hit, eh? Run at 9s at 131 mile an hour. 932 at 131 mile an hour. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's, it's, it's no that's cool. That's, that's right. cool. Exactly. And it, ups, and it upsets everyone. You know why? You jammed an LS3 into it. XF. XF? XF. 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 X
Uh, right, last car my grandparents had before the Camry was an XE. XF, yeah. That's cool. I like That's that. That's very cool. Good job, Corey. Hard luck award. What happened? Oh, yeah. I don't think we're Have talk you about got that. any special mentions for Simon? Or is it all just morphed into one big fucking thing? Uh, it feels like I'm talking to my counsellor. No, what have we got here from Simon? The captain, he's got Ring of the Month, if you want to talk yep, about that. Yep, let's do Ring of the Month. I've got Ring of the Month. Oh, no, he's got a special mention. He's got yep, a special mention. We'll do that, yep. <laughs> if you said fire, if you steal my shit and said fire, do stop it. Special mention. Special mention, that is a genuine 80s survivor. The guy, the blind is hot, the guy looks pretty loose. So go back to um, Chopped. 054, page 54, top left-hand side. To quote the captain, uh, oh, sorry, lucky last special mention, this thing is a genuine 80s survivor. The blonde is hot and the guy looks pretty loose. So... <laughs> you think he got that back? It's a C... It's a C... It's a, <laughs> it's a CF Bedford, straight out of the 80s, little bubble window at the back, flared guards, dragway fires, folks. Um, who we got? Pablo and Sarah are the current custodians, and they've begun resurrecting the shaggy wagon on planning on keeping it real, with the pair camping out in the bay for the duration of chopped. Pablo looks like he would be able to go through a breatho slash drug stop, and he's right. The blonde is very cute, and it is. Oh, it's even got the cowling on the front of the bay up, up above the grill. That's cool. Air horns on the roof. What is Amen. it with guys with beards? So you've got quite a uh, prestigious beard. We're taking your fucking shirt off. At the summer nights, all you wanted to do was fucking get naked. What's that all about? I, I don't remember it like that at all. That's not my recollection. So it's just really hard to say. I'll pass the photos. Beards, beards, and being a bit loose. Well, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Any more special okay. mentions from the skipper? Sure. No, the only one he's got left is Rig of the Month. Have you got, what have you got special mentions? I'll give my special mentions. Okay, Cobber. Um, 133, sorry, 133. Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's quite crazy that this is something that I have not seen in Street Machine magazine. See how they've whited out the background? If you have a look, the, the background's actually been whited out on page uh, oh. yeah, 36, 37. So there's a bit of art over the top of the photo. Like um like when you want to scrub something out on a on a photo before you put it up on yeah. social media, you just put it on paint, put the paintbrush over it. But see, see the photo on page 39. So the, the, the next photo shares page 38 and 39. See the low set three-quarter shot? Yeah, yep. Fuck, man, that is a sexy as fuck. That's a very, very good photo of a very sexy that's, car. That's about as bad as you can get, out. Yeah, that, that's a great angle. That, that, to me, that's the cover shot right there. Anyway, that's just my opinion. That's the cover shot. So have a look on um, page 41. See the, the side-on shot that's got the actual... Um, it's got bits and pieces written above it. It's got like, you know, what's happened there. It's got extended stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the first time I've seen that in a Street Machine magazine. So it's not um, having captions. Did the boys do it? There was another car. Did they do it in this one? It was a next month's magazine where they've done exactly the same thing. They've done the side on and done like... Yeah. Well, it's, it's almost kind of like a synopsis, I guess. Yeah, well, or, it's, a, it's a new thing for them. But yeah, that's... I'm just, yeah, oh. but it's, it's really cool because it just sort of gives you a bit of that... 
it's something you can look at in 10 seconds and absorb some of it really quick, or you can go back to it and read it for a minute and go, oh, yeah, airbags all around skin, hood lining, bonnet bulge, back bumper extended to grill, narrowed and recessed bumpers. I think that's, uh, if, you're a pub, I think that's if you're at a pub, you can just start talking. Yeah, but what was that? Um Pub knowledge in the People or Picture magazine or the Zoo magazine was it? you know they had that exactly. Uh, pub trivia, pub yeah, trivia, pub trivia, yeah. Hey, Cobb, yeah, uh, I think it was Zoo. I think it was Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Cobb, shoot to page one thirty-six. Thirty-six. Middle of the page on the left. Simon Telford making out with. I know. Um, I'll, I'll be so much happier if he wasn't enjoying that. I'm like, I've waited so long to feel this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what have you got for um, Simo's um, Rig of the Month, Cobber? Um, and I quote from the boss, Rig of the Month is the jag because it's fucking brain popping. 84. Um, Dave Williams is the owner. It's a 962 Mark 10 jag. And and there's a photo on the bottom right-hand side of page 89. It's actually got a photo of Chris Thorogood took this photo as well. Oh, story by Mr. Boris Visevic. Boris, very cool cat. Shout out to big Boris. Mate, you and Limpy did well with this one. Dave Williams uh, is a picture, bottom right hand side, not on page 89, of him driving this Mark 10 Jag. As cool as all get. That's a great photo. How's the colour candy root beer over yellow base? But uh, Dave's got a few seasons on him, like he's been around the car scene for a little while, judged by the platinum coloured hair. And what's he running around this Jag? He's got a 454 big block shed with a turbo 700. Thanks for coming. That's pretty sexy, eh? Right there. It is. And it's just, it's not even the big things about the car. It's also the little things. Like, he's got beautiful pinstriping on it. The chrome works out of control. Oh, there it is. On page 88, they've done the same thing as they yeah, did with got, the yeah, Challenger. Got, yeah. That's so a new thing you having... in the captions, yeah. Yeah, and they've done it with, like, a font that's more appropriate to that year car. So what have they got? 52 Chevy bonnet grafted on. Raised side mirror mounts. Deleted front indicators. Uh, twin French antennas. Hooded and 50 Chev rear window. Smooth bonnet. Rounded door. Like, the work in this thing's fucking off its head. But look how sexy that big block fucking looks in the fucking engine bay, man. That's the sexiest fuck, eh? It's a pretty old school sort of mentality, like grab a really nice car and then just jump a fucking big engine in it. Like I love it. I really, really love that. Really, really love that. He's done. He's done very well. The interior is just gorgeous as well. Well, something I never noticed like all, on page eighty nine. though, and that is a great photo down the bottom. That dash photo with the old silver fox in it, man. You just know that Delvin Delaney's getting banged in that thing, eh? <laughs> Oh, should we pick and mascara and fake eyelashes off the floor when you're done? Yep, 100%. Agreed. Totally agreed. But I love it. It's a really cool, like it's fat, it's low. You don't have to have to cruise around fast in it. You can just put a big, tall, definite and cruise in second gear down the street. So she's idling on about 750 RPM, so over here, cylinders popping off. Like that's just cool as cat shit. Good job, mate. That's awesome, man. That's fucking awesome. Hey, if I could uh, suggest a rig of the month, this is for me is going to be a bit out there. Oh, stop it. You're to say something, something controversial. 62, page 62. Okay, this is uh, Joven's uh, XE. Remember um, yep. Jimmy Austin's XE at the Summonats? It looks very similar to this car. 
Yeah, cool dude, cool car. Yeah, so yeah. we're hanging out with all the big dogs, whatever. Then this guy rolls in with a 393 Clevo roller cam with 15 by 10s on the back. And I had to go and say to him, mate, really? I love this thing. And he goes, man, I bought this thing for 800 bucks. I'm a mechanic. I built it myself. And I'm like, bud, I really love your car. But this thing reminds me of it. it, it it's... um. An XC was an ugly duckling up until up until recently, really. You know, this this thing is really a fucking sexy car, man. It's it's as fat as Elvis's gravy sandwich, really. But have a look at the page. <laughs> have a look at the photo on page sixty four. See the uh, the rear photo. Yeah, that's about as good as you're going to take a photo of an XC, man. That thing is fucking wicked. Eh? It's Ben Hoskins' photo. It's really really good, man. I really enjoy. It. But um, and the engine bay. Oh, this is my rig of the month because again, it's one of the cars that I want to drive. Hey, is um, has uh, our skipper picked a, a poster child? Poster child. Oh yes, poster child. So we go to the middle of the magazine. Nico's HK, the GDS. Yep, that's here. his rig of the month. And 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 his poster well, child. Don't get me wrong, that Challenger is just off its face. That's art. That's industrial art, like you said before. But that HK, that is a Monaro done extraordinarily well and he's put it looks like it's got wheels and a reverse cow bonnet on it but the rest of it is a hk monaro do you know what i mean that's a factory car he's done a lot of modifications to it and he's made it his own thing and it's stunning but at the end of the day all the chrome work all the panels except for the reverse cow bonnet and the wheels that's a hk monaro I'd like to say congratulations to Limpy, mate, for that photo. Seriously, so I've, I've, I've had posters on my wall since I was 12. There's no, there's no joke about that. I've had posters on my wall since I was 12. But, man, that is one of the outstanding posters of Street Machine magazine that I've ever seen. That is perfect, just the way the sky... He, he, he probably aced it, so he's probably thinking, you know what? We've got the black sky, we've got the low light, we've got the, the, the perfect car, we've got it all right. So, but, but also, there's probably his skill that went into it. Mate, that is a fucking awesome poster. Congratulations, Lippy. Seriously, mate. And congratulations to Street Machine for printing that. That's unbelievably good. Yeah, well done, Nico. Great car. And I know I don't know fuck all about anything, but I've got a couple of mates that are photographers, and I know that on an overcast day when the light comes in every direction, they love it. It gets them fucking hard. Yeah, okay. Right. Slash wet, whatever you need. But they love overcast days because the, the light comes in every direction. So obviously he's manipulated the light. The way he's needed to take that shot, storm clouds in the background. It's a beautiful, beautiful car. It's a stunning photo. Makes you want to go out play Audi and buy a laminator, really, doesn't it? No, you know what makes you want to do? Do something retarded like, my house is worth less than a Monaro. <laughs> but probably... Oh, you've got a house. Oh, you fancy fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably prefer to have a Monaro than a house, but anyway, it is what it is. Hey, um, Red Dirt Pirate, Red Dirt Pirate, I'd like to thank you for stepping in for Simon and helping us out. We, ha we had to choose somebody that we wanted, and so what we want is somebody who is a thong slapper. You've had a thong slapper. You had the T-shirt at the Running on Empty Festival. You represent us well, and seriously, I want to thank you very much for stepping in and filling for Simon, buddy. I really enjoy it. Thank you very, very much. That's all right, man. Honestly, my pleasure. I'm just really sorry that I've done such a fucking piss poor shit. Strong pavilion for the captain, but look, I, I really enjoy you, pair of dickheads, and I think having a podcast about the modified car scene in Australia and what you guys do. You've got a huge following out there. There's, I've met so many cool, 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 cool cats, and I think this is the kind of time that you do the thank yous and say to people like 
yourself and Simon, thank you so much for all the support you guys have ever bloody given me and everything you guys do, I think, is amazing. And all these people that support you, that have supported me as well, like um, young Maddie Waters, uh, mate, you're, you're a diamond, mate, just keep doing what you're doing. Tarana Rama, mate, you're a freaking gem, you're a legend, you're an absolutely beautiful human, keep doing what you're doing. Chubby, plank man racing, you pair of tip rats. <laughs> Barney's Auto Crowd, oh, you're a legend, man. Absolutely. Mano 351. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mano, Mano. The other uh, thing is I'm, I'm trying to work out how many sickies I can take to go to the Westview Drive-In Movies on the uh, 21st and 22nd of March. If you're listening to this from my work, go suck a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, good little shout-out there. Let's go on the 21st of March... On the Saturday night at the Westview Drive in Dubbo at 4 p.m., we've got music by the Flat Trackers, who's a really, really shit hot rockabilly band that travel around Australia and New Zealand. We've got the fabulous, the amazing, the wonderful Jenny Cleave and her uh, Running on Empty tributed uh, Blind 57 Chef built by Southern Ron Custom coming up from Chef. We've got Terry Serio, who played Mike in Running Piss on off. Empty. <laughs> Piss off, Polish name. I'm um, working on Rama, getting Rama down from Queensland to come out for it. But there's some really, really big shit off cars coming in this running on empty um, drive in movie night. Uh, 21st of March in Dubbo, and Sunday morning they're going to do um, coffee and cruise from 8 o'clock. So if you're in any part of Australia and you think Dubbo is somewhere you can drive to to meet stars from the film or see some cars inspired by the film, um, yeah, roll on out the Dubbo and check it out. It might be a little bit greener by then. We've got rain forecast all week this week, so when it gets wet out here, you don't get bogged tyres growing, you can't move anywhere, so in nine months' time, we'll have some farmers, kids kicking around. Yeah, they like it in BC. Unless some fuckwit sets fire to your four-wheel drive. Oh, man, I've never really wanted to go so badly vigilante in my life. But anyway, hey, that's um, another podcast for another time. So, uh... I'm going to check out, see if I can get that time off, Benny. You and I, that might be another fucking hookup. We can go there and get... Are you still talking to me after the summer, Nats? No, I am there. There was a period, grace period where we just needed to separate from each other and regroup. And, you know, I never shut up, eh? Seriously. I ne- so, so from the moment I wake up at 5am until I get... I never shut up, eh? It's like talking is my superpower, right? It was... Um, I got some feedback off a few guys that were just like, you dickheads at Summonats. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know. We know. We know. I just want to run around. <laughs> I just want to run a fuck. You know what? I'll be old and I'll be I'll be worn out eventually. But until then, fuck him, man. I'm going to give him that ranger at fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on your show. Thank you very much out there, motorsports fans. Not, Thanks, not- Simon. Sorry to fuck up all your hard work, mate, but it was my pleasure. I'll do it again anytime you ask me. It's not our show, buddy. It's all our show. It's, it's every single mutt. It's all our show. But um, oh, you've been watching the Golden Globes. Nice, except special. I, I, I like <laughs> like Jimmy's amazing said. Take your award and fuck off. Thank you, manager. That's right. Right, Betty. Take care, buddy. Love to the family. Talk to you soon, buddy. Okay, cheers. Bye, mate. Assured me that I could speak. Sir, sit down inside the car. We're not assuring anything. We're under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis!
This is the bike who got me on the penis before. Get some cups. Why did you do this to me? Get some cups. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? How dare you get your hands on me? Well, we've only got one. Ta-da! Farewell.